Well, welcome once again to Legacy Leadership Alliance. I am Bishop Sean Cooper, and man, I am so excited to be able to share with you here on Legacy Leadership Alliance. There's a lot going on, but I'm telling you, God is still doing something that is quite remarkable, and I'm excited about that I'm in it. I want to talk to you about leadership, as always, but I want to inspire you about not quitting. If there ever was a time that will present things to be convenient to quit, it is this moment right now. It's so much going on. In fact, um, I'm getting over the coronavirus, not only myself, my daughter, two of my associate pastors. Um, this has been a crazy moment, man. If anybody tell you that the coronavirus is not real, you tell them they're crazy. This thing is a beast, man. But I'm telling you what faith all things are possible to him that believe. And uh, we're on the other side of it. And I thank God that uh, he's bringing us through it. And we might as well say he just brought us through. You know, within a year time, I've been through prostate cancer and now the coronavirus. But you know, it has not shaken my faith. In fact, it has it has literally put some stronger foundation because God is credible. So I want to talk to you about, as a leader, about not quitting. You know, if you're going through a famine-like experience, don't let the famine-like experience in your leadership, what you're going through now, dim the light of faith. Did you hear what I said? Don't let the famine-like experience dim the light of faith, but let it brighten the light of faith, all right? Let it brighten your light rather than dim your light because the devil want to put the light out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The enemy wants to stop your forward progress in your leadership, whether you are a entrepreneur that's trying to navigate through the course of this moment economically, but God has given you ideals and you've taken some financial hits or just, you know, you that are pastor and you're a female pastor, not only have to deal with the dynamic of being a female pastor, the, the you know, the struggle of that, and perhaps being single, now you have to deal with um, really discerning moments of execution and going back to the drawing board of how you're going to reach the people effectively because you're not meeting at the church, you know. This is all like a famine-like experience, but don't let the famine-like famine experience dim the light of faith, but, but rather let this moment, your faith, be brightened as opposed to dim. You know, in, in Genesis 26 and 4, and most of all of us know this, uh, where God said to Abraham, I'm going to make your seed to multiply, and I'm going to give you countries and nations on the earth. And, he, and then the Bible says, because Abraham obeyed and kept his charge, okay, God did that thing. It's really about keeping the charge in our leadership. Whatever God has spoken to you concerning your leadership, keep the charge, keep the word, all right? Because famine-like experiences should not control the word that God spoke to us. In other words, the circumstance should not cause us to deviate 
from what God said to us as a leader. I have a principle that states that a mind of fear creates a world of, of apprehension. A mind of fear creates a world of apprehension. I think that's something that we as leaders have to struggle with, um, especially as we progress in our leadership. And, and if we speak particularly about this moment, uh, the coronavirus, you know, uh, of course, I am on the, out, the, the other side of the coronavirus of going through it. And I'm going to tell you something. There were moments of fear. There was moments when the devil would, was trying to lie to me and said that, you know, God was going to take me out because I was so sick. And then dealing with uh, last year. So it had been within a year I've been through prostate cancer and the coronavirus. And, you know, fear will create a world of apprehension that will make you feel that perhaps it's time that God wanting to take you out. But you cannot allow the famine-like experience to dim the light of faith. The only reason why I'm making it out is because God said it. God said I would, right? I've got visions and dreams and things that he's spoken to me that are it's not accomplished yet. And so, so I cannot and you cannot allow the mind of fear, the mind of fear to create a world of apprehension. You know, in that Genesis, the 26th chapter, in that fourth verse, he said to Abraham, God said to Abraham, I will, I will make your seed multiply and give you countries. God said, I will do it. So whenever God says to you and I, I will do, that means that that word is, is pertinent with potential, with grace, with capacity. I remember several years ago, God spoke a principle to my mind, and God said, fear is being convinced of falsehood by committing to the worst possible outcome. <laughs> fear is being convinced of falsehood by committing to the worst possible outcome. Isn't that like the devil that deals with us as leader, leaders? He tries to convince us of the falsehood so that we can commit in our thought life to the worst possible outcome. But God says to Abraham, and he says to us, I will do this and I will do that, which is the opposite of the way we fear, right? So it's very important that we don't allow the fear of what perhaps may happen to clip what God said to us that is going to happen, if that makes sense. God, there is something that God is doing in your leadership that is in the promised form. And I think as leaders, as we navigate through the coronavirus and deal with the issues that are present, economic issues, um, if you are a senior pastor, um, whether we should you know, get back in the church or not get back in the church, or we're going to continue to do um, ministry on a digital platform, which I encourage all of us to do, um, there are decisions that we have to make. And in these particular decisions, there are fears that try to raise up its head to, and it tries to dictate or derail the word of God that is in us. But we must be sound in our faith, right? And not allow the, the mind of fear 
to create a world of apprehension that we're not operating on being sure-footed, but we are fragmented in our decision-making because fear has gripped our faith. In this season, we have to be careful with depression. Uh, We have to be careful with allowing ourselves to go internal uh, into the cave of discouragement. Um, We have to be careful with all of these emotions as leaders to make sure we stay properly poised under the pressure and in prayer and worshiping the Lord and making sure that uh, our faith is fully functional. You you know what I'm saying? Fully functional faith. The scripture says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Our faith has to be properly functional. In fact, our faith needs to be sharpened in this moment. I think it was Bishop Jakes that said, faith that cannot be tested cannot be trusted. (laughs) Oh, man. It's very important that we understand that our faith is being tested so we can be trusted. God wanting to trust us with the kingdom of God. But we have to go through tests in our leadership that qualifies us on the next level of purpose. See, what you're going through right now in your ministry or in your business or in your marriage, God is not trying to kill you, and God is not necessarily trying to take something from you. In fact, he's trying to bring something to you. During this coronavirus, during this season of race transition and economic distress and uh, dealing with our president and his cabinet and the struggle between the, the political leadership and and it's just so much going on. But I'm telling you, we're being tested so we can be trusted. If we can stay refined in our thought life, meaning uh, process, we're being processed for a purpose. Talk to Job. Talk to Jeremiah. I mean, we can go on. Daniel, uh, being in the lion's den. We can go on that these people were being tested so they can be trusted. So let me just give you a few points. Uh Number one, don't let what what's in jeopardy cause you to compromise your integrity. I think the first thing the devil's going to come for is your integrity. And so don't let the pressure cause you to lie, to manipulate, or to do anything impulsive. Maintain your integrity. What was so awesome about Job is that through it all, he maintained his integrity. His children was taken, his wealth was taken, he was afflicted in his body, but yet he maintained his integrity. In other words, don't let the pressure break you. You are a leader that God has called for this moment. You got what it takes. You may not feel like it as a leader. You may not, you may feel unqualified for this moment, but the disciples felt that way after Jesus died. In fact, they scattered. <laughs> Them jokers ran. Because they didn't believe that they were qualified for the moment. But Jesus trained them perfectly. But their personal fears and insecurities took precedence over the soundness of their faith. So whatever you do, don't let the pressure to survive cause you to jeopardize your integrity by making crazy decisions that are impulsive bound and not principle bound. The second thing I want to say is keep believing 
in spite of the pain. It's very important. Keep believing God in spite of the pain because the pain will try to dictate and control your faith. All right? You got to have like Jesus had, nevertheless, thy will be done. He was in pain at the Garden of Gethsemane. He was struggling, but he had the nevertheless. So it's very important that you don't let, allow the pain to dictate your faith. You got to believe beyond the pain. We all going to hurt through this season. I mean, my God, the things that I've been through within the last year, a lot of pain. But I made a conscious decision, and you got to talk to yourself sometimes as a leader. Sean, <laughs> I had to remind myself of how good God has been to me. And regardless of the pain that I was experiencing in my body going through this coronavirus and, and cancer, and oh my gosh, the pain was horrendous. But I can believe God in spite of it. And let me tell you, I feel a lot better right now. Faith will take you to places that only faith can take you, right? If you understand what I mean, faith has the capacity to give you sustaining power in the time of great pain. So faith to take you there. Because involved in that faith is the grace to make it, is the strength, is the joy of the Lord. Faith will take you there. Pain will take you to a place uh, that is can be unbelievable. I mean, horrendous. But faith will take you to a place of joy in spite of the pain. And I think the third thing that I want to drop in your spirit as a leader is um, properly manage your measurement. What I mean is, is uh, God has given us all a portion of success, right? Manage that properly. Manage your portion. Pre appreciate your portion. Don't start looking at another man's success to measure your own. Manage your measure, okay? Praise God for your portion. The Bible is very clear that God has given every man a measure of faith, right? We all have a measurement. We all have a portion by which God has called us to. Your portion is not my portion. And what happens is when we get in these times of conflict and complications and difficulties, we get insecure with our own portion, our own measurement. And Paul said that if you measure somebody else by yourself, it's unwise. So manage your measurement properly. And I tell you, God is going to bless you. Listen, I got to go, man. I'm so excited about um, just sharing with you here on Legacy Leadership Alliance. And forgive me for the last two weeks. I haven't been able to do a uh, podcast, but of course I was fighting the coronavirus. And I pray for every person that has been through the coronavirus or is going through it. I want you to know I'm a witness that God will bring you out. I want you to keep the faith, uh, keep it moving in Jesus' name. Also, I want you to uh, subscribe, send this out to other leaders and ask them, of course, to subscribe uh, to the podcast as we build this podcast, Legacy Leadership Alliance. Hey, listen, I love you. Remember, 
It is better to live by principle than to die by impulse. You go with God and be incredibly, incredibly, incredibly blessed. And don't quit. All right. Be blessed.